I don't understand it. How do you, how do you acquire them? Mm-hmm. What you have the bitcoins? What do you do with them? It feels like money that exists in Club Penguin. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to the fourteenth episode of Cousin Time. Jessica and Cameron are college friends turned post grad roommates, learning to navigate the world. Join us as we reminisce on our childhoods, rationalize our Sunday scaries, ruminate on what it means to be twenty three, and plan to be thirty. Plan to be thirty. Here we are. We're back with another one of the dream series. Yep, 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 yep. So far we've done dream pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Do we do dream? We did dream, dream wedding. wedding. But it's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah. I feel like the last one was like a week or two after Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're back to dreaming. Back to dreaming, which we never stop dreaming. Let's get one thing straight. Yes, 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 but yes, yes, yes. We don't, we don't stop always... dreaming. We don't stop believing. No, we just don't always publicize our dreams. No. And here we are. Yeah. And I think we're going to break it down into some categories. Right. Our dream, like, home life, as in, like, where we want to be, what we want our house to look like, all that kind of vibe. Absolutely. Our dream, family and friends, Mm -hmm. as far as what's going on there, Mm -hmm. who's in our circle. Who is it? Our dream career, what are we doing? That's (laughs) a biggie. That's one that I don't know that I have the answers for. So true. What are we doing when we're 30? Yeah. And... Then finally, the social life. What kind of hobbies do we have? What are we doing on our weekends? Yes. What does that element look like? Yes. And for all of these, my answer, locking it in, 30, flirty, and thriving. Yes, 30, 30, and 30, flirty, and thriving. I would like to add a slight disclaimer, and that is that this is all subject to change. <laughs> yeah, these, in case you were thinking, in case you were going to hold us <laughs> If you thought this was a promise or a threat you were wrong this is a dream this is a could be and I think within that there are also categories because I have like far-fetched dreams and I have reasonable dreams you know what I mean my far-fetched dream is that we're doing the pod full-time yeah and we're millionaires (laughs) yeah and it like I would love for that to happen we have conjoining mansions (laughs) next door neighbors in Beverly Hills Mm -hmm. our kids are if we have kids by 30 which Mm -hmm. it's in your life plan to have yeah by then um, they're running around. We've got vacation homes up in the mountains. Our the kids Pacific are cousins. Yes, as they should. The Pacific Northwest, we definitely have real estate there. Yep. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. And yeah, maybe we have another property in Cape Cod. It could be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That... Sorry, Earth. That's probably not going to climate change. <laughs> so if if you would like to see that happen, help us out here. <laughs> download and then download again. <laughs> and then tell your friends. <laughs> also something actually horrifying that just ran through this little noggin is I was about to say this is a five-year plan of sorts but then I was like oh no that's so silly because like that's so far away no because in five years plus a little bit we'll be 30. No I know. Like we're what six and a half years away? We were just talking was it last night or maybe the night before we were talking about how we are turning 24 this year, and we plan to be living together in the space that we are in for another year like beyond. Like two leases. So we are going to be turning 24 in these hallowed halls and also turning 25 in these hallowed halls. And turning 25 is something that I personally am refusing to rationalize. No, something I'm going to need to do immediately after this episode <laughs> is listen to Vienna, because that's a song that I feel like can provide me. Slow down, you're doing fine. You can get everything you want before it's time. Yeah. 
That's so true. Because the idea of, like, I'm literally starting to sweat. No, my my heart has started beating faster. We've started this episode, and I didn't expect it to come with a dosage of existential dread. Yeah. But it absolutely has. No, it has. Because we are, like, and we were discussing this as well, of, like, the different eras of your 20s. Because your 20s are just, let's be honest, what we've experienced so far, it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster and everyone is doing it a little bit differently because there are people our age who are married, owning a house and with multiple children. And there's also people our age who are still acting like they're 20. Well, and there's people older than me too, who Mm -hmm. I feel like are living younger than me. Mm -hmm. And then there's people younger than me who I feel like are living older than me. And I feel like 22 to 28 is just all bets are off. It's a wild card. And like that's... That should be, and it is a good thing, but it's just I have to convince my brain that it is. No, absolutely, because I'm like, what what path do I take? Yes. Everybody's always talking at me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get in my head. Yeah. I want to listen to the real me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you can bet on that. <laughs> but you can't bet on your life plan. And... <laughs> Um, oh my god, this is just really hard to think about. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I had a train of thought and then I lost it. But, oh, I think, like, it's, like, because, well, we've talked about this before, but this is the area of your life where there's no instruction manual, mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong way. Right. And, like, I think for some people that's really freeing. Yeah. But I have to get to that spot. Right now, it's, like, am I, I need that validation and right. I'm looking for external validation and I'm not going to get it. No, because we don't know if we're doing it right because there's no right or wrong. Exactly. It's so abstract, it's, so gray. Life's what you make it. Let's make it raw. Let's make it raw. Like I want to make it raw. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm looking for that other side of me. Yeah. 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 And so like point being, TLDR, we have a lot of time depending on how you look at it before we're 30 we're going to skip the middle and go straight to the end, 30 years old. Where are you living? In a suburb of a larger city. Mm. One thing about you is you are a suburban queen. No, I love the suburbs. I know that's going to cause a lot of discourse on the internet. People yeah. are going to be running my name through the mud. Yeah, controversy on the I'm horizon. I'm prepared for that. Okay, good. I'm going to get my best people on it. <laughs> But the thing is, I love the suburbs. But I don't want to be, like, so excluded from a big city that there's not opportunities, entertainment, diversity, that kind of thing. So I don't know what city, but a city. Like a major city? I mean, one of the top 15 in the U.S., but it doesn't need to be, like, New York. Okay. I don't really want it to be New York, I don't think. Um, 45 minutes outside of the city. That's my dream. Yeah. What about you? Honestly, similar, I think. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's D.C. You know that's where yeah, I want to be. Yeah, that's your dream. Yeah. That, for anyone wondering, that's my dream. That's where I want to live. And I, I plan to make it happen within the next few years. But then again, to rewind to, I don't know, 90 seconds ago, there's so much that I want to do before then also. Like, I want to travel the world. Yeah. Or at least outside of the country. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I do, like, when I'm 30, I want to be in the U.S., living in or outside of DC and I want a yard yeah so are you picturing yourself as being like a Nova kind of girl what's that like Northern Virginia maybe or Maryland Mm. I think maybe more so Maryland but if you they're both equidistant from DC but Virginia is a heck of a lot more affordable really well actually like Nova's pretty pricey but Maryland 
Crazy taxes. Okay, just getting Nova it is. Yeah. Okay. Alexandria would be a dream. Oh, Alexandria literally is the dream. Mm-hmm. It is the dream. Yeah. I, when I'm feeling down and sad, I look up jobs in Alexandria. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing for your career? And that's a good question. <laughs> that's a real good question. And you know what? After I do my career counseling, mm. personally, interpersonal work... <laughs> This week? No, yeah, we're making vision Get boards. back to me. Um, I think I honestly have to agree there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what seven years from now holds for me career-wise because, so for those who don't know, me and Cameron are going to make some pro-con lists. We're going to do some evaluations. We're going to do some introspection, and we're going to use giant sticky notes to do so. Right. We're getting those big giant anchor charts, those giant post-it notes. Yes. We're decorating our living room. Yes. And we're making one for every job we've ever had. Yes. Pros and cons, and we're going to find common themes. Yes. And so then we're going to use that data to figure out what is on our life journey. Where Mm -hmm. is our next step where we are going to be paid, happy, content? Yes. Fulfilled. Fulfilled. Because I... I love the job I'm in. Yeah. And I feel like it's a good fit for me. Same. But I chose that career, locked it in, when I was 15. Girl, same. You know what I mean? Like, I was making lists of schools to go to for that degree when I was 15. And I never, like, had that, like, career exploration era because I decided before that was on anyone else's radar. No, so true. And I feel like everyone else has like their career existential crisis in college when you're like in a place where you can like explore different things and explore different avenues. But we, we didn't. And because we're both in careers that are so locked and loaded in terms of like, you major in it, that's your job. And it's like, if you miss even like one of the, and then also going to a liberal arts college where courses are not offered regularly. So it's like courses that I need to take are only offered every other year, Mm -hmm. fall semester. So it's like if I get off track, then I'm looking at another year, another Mm -hmm. half of a year. And it's so much coursework that we had to do for our degrees, for our specific careers. We didn't even have the opportunity to branch out. And so I'll say what I said last week again. I was so ahead of the curve that the curve became a sphere. Yes. We were so locked in that now we're having what should have been or what usually is a 17, 18-year-old crisis. Or even 20, Six 20, years later. 19, 20, like yeah. freshman, sophomore year of college crisis. We didn't have that. And we thought that we were, you know, the cat's meow. But I now was, look at us. I was in my sophomore year German class typing up a little spreadsheet of colleges. And the seniors next to me were like, whoa, girl, we're not even there yet. Yeah. But I just never, so I want to make sure that I'm like doing myself justice in terms of fully exploring my career options. Totally. Before I get even farther down the line. Yeah. And, like, we're kind of getting off topic. But I feel like this is my dream 30-year life. I know what I'm passionate about. I know that, like, I am happiest and good at and most fulfilled when I am, like, helping other people become the best versions of themselves no matter what that looks like. And I think I found that in, like, my other jobs of, like, childcare Mm -hmm. or even, like, tutoring. Mm -hmm. And even where I am now in terms of, like, helping like through therapy helping people become better versions of themselves that's really fulfilling it's just exactly what avenue you want to go to because it could be it could be teaching it could be therapy of a variety of sorts mm-hmm. it could be who knows being a high school counselor yeah. like who knows what that could look like yeah but i think it's going to be something in that vein yeah. it's just where is that my therapist in our last session um assigned me to complete a values assessment Ooh. um and i think that in conjunction yeah. with our 
transformation of this living room into our pro-con list is going to be very beneficial for me. Because, like, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, I know what is important to me and, like, what I want to do, but I need to see it right now. I need Mm -hmm. to think about it outside of a job perspective. Like, I need to think about it as, like, what I'm actually passionate about and remove the jobs and then plug the jobs back in. Yes, no, that's exactly You know what I mean? What Like, okay, a values assignment, that's so cool, too. Because Please, because... If anyone yeah, else like, wants a link, what, let me know. Girl, what do I what do I value? What do I care about? What's yeah. important to me? What do you anticipate your like top three values being? I feel like connecting with others in like a meaningful way. Um well I don't really know actually what kind of values are listed on there, but like when I think of like the spaces that I have felt most fulfilled, it's like when I'm connecting with others in meaningful ways and then when um like in mentorship type roles Mm. um but then also we're getting deep on here but I also really value community living yeah so I don't think that would be a specific thing on like the values assessment but But community because when you were saying that I was thinking I feel like one of my values is community yeah and I feel like that community living yeah same idea Yeah. yeah Wow. I kind of want to do that. No, I'll send you the link, and I feel like it will go really well with the other work we're doing. This is turning into our own therapy session, I feel like, (laughs) but here we are. Here we are. You're invited. (laughs) Everyone's a cousin. Yeah. And cousins talk about their values. We do. Cousins do talk about their values. Yeah. Okay, so we've got our home. Yeah. We've got our career. Yeah. What are you picturing your family, friends, your inner circle looking like? (sighs) Which I feel like... 30 is a huge range, too, because, like, 30 is going to be very different from 39, Mm -hmm. but should we just lock in, like, literally 30? Yeah, locking in literally 30. I feel like, okay, just thinking about, like, friends, circles, whatever, like, I feel like you and I are both kind of girls who keep our our circles tight, Mm -hmm. and therefore, I would hope that the circles I have now, I would maintain to that point, but what I'm most curious about is who is going to walk into my life in other ways seven years from now like seven years from now I plan to have my cousin around and like my top you know seven to ten (laughs) (laughs) not like a ranking but like the people like the the other people like the top people that I'm Mm -hmm. closest to um and this current moment in time like I would hope that they're all still around in my life but I also wonder like who else is going to walk into my life friendship wise especially between now and then yeah because like okay we have what seven years till we're 30 mm-hmm. seven years ago we were 16 80 percent of what i would consider my inner circle Come i didn't on. even know they weren't even on my radar wait radar when yeah. i was 16 yeah so well, who the people else? that were my inner circle aren't really anymore yeah so it's like who else like who else is going to be entering my life? I have no clue who I'm going to meet. That's kind of exciting. I know. It is kind of exciting. But with the added idea of, like, it's harder to make friends in this stage so of life hard. than when you're in high school, in college, that yeah. kind of Which thing. Which is something else. So, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Of, like, how do you make friends as a 23-year-old? It's mm-hmm. very challenging. It is very challenging. Yeah. In regards to hobbies, I feel like I have some, like, far-fetched ideas. Like, I would love to, I don't know, have the money to do Pilates, Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I need to think realistically because mm-hmm. I have a feeling after I do my values assessment and my pro-con list, I'm not necessarily going to be finding a job that making aligns Pilates with all money. those things mm-hmm. that is making Pilates money. Well, but that goes back to your values chart of, like, Ugh. do you value what you're doing for 40 hours a week so much that it outweighs maybe you can't afford to do things that you would value to do in your other hours of the week. That's a big question too. Wow. We're going to have a lot to assess. So much to assess. I think, um, 
Also, speaking of like meeting new people, I don't necessarily anticipate this at age 30, but I think what will be interesting is in my 30s, meeting the parents of my kids' friends. (gasps) Because I feel like that's kind of the next era of life where you do start to meet people in very structured ways. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I wonder what that will be like because there's no telling that you're going to click with your kids' friends' parents. Mm -hmm. But like, I would say one of my mom's best friends is the parent of one of Natalie's best friends when she was growing up. Mm. And like, that's just interesting how the world works like that too. Because I mean, thinking about it, if you're raising kids who get along, you probably have similar values as well. Yeah. So I don't know, it's just interesting. Well, all of my mom's, like her four closest friends are all gals with kids that are either my age or Kendrick's age that like we grew up with and like we grew up with those kids not because like we were friends with those kids but because our moms were all friends. Yeah I think it goes the opposite way because I anticipate distance permitting our kids will be friends. They'll be cousins. Yeah exactly. So that's just interesting to think about too is like who knew you know like when you're sitting on the sidelines of the soccer game. Yeah that's gonna be a hobby. Well actually probably not when I'm 30 that's more so like late 30s Mm -hmm. but sitting on the sideline of soccer games of like kids youth soccer will be a hobby of mine yeah wait this episode started in existential dread but now it's leading to excitement and joy because i'm thinking about i do have seven years even until i'm 30 mm-hmm. think about all the hobbies i'm going to get introduced to and how much i can pursue them well seven years ago think about all the new things you're introduced to between seven years ago and now well and just like even just internally who we were as people when we were 16 yeah Girl, there are so many ways we have changed yeah. and learned about <laughs> ourselves and t- like worked on ourselves yeah yeah. Wow. Yeah. On like a more superficial level, mm-hmm. what style house are you? Are you are you renting an apartment? Are you owning a house? What's the architecture? What's the furniture? See, this is where I'm kind of just all over the place mm-hmm. because I am just entranced by so many different kinds of styles. I think, I think, well, okay, buying a house feels kind of scary to me mm-hmm. for various reasons. That's a big commitment, but then also like. I love the idea when we had our, <laughs> so we may or may not have gotten a shot glass in our disposal. And Completely crunched up because <laughs> I did turn on the disposal. And it may or may not have had my cousin Cameron's face on the shot glass. So that's a tragedy in and of itself. But when that happened, when there was glass in our disposal, Freddie came out and handled it, you know? So, like, so and, easy. And, like, if you're buying a house, Freddie's not going to come out and handle it. No, that's it. on you, girl. And so, like, that is a little bit scary. And so, like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of entranced by rent to, uh, towards renting for that reason. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't want a big house because that's a lot to manage. Um, and I want it to be colorful. Yes. No, I, I'm with you with the colorful. I also think, like, in terms of, yeah, am I renting? Am I in a house? That's going to be dictated by, Money. like, the family and the career aspects, too. Because, I mean, I know you can buy a house and then sell it. But, like, I want to buy a house and have kids and, like, probably stay put. Like, if I'm buying a house, I want to be there for a hot second. Right. So, like, I want to be very secure in whatever my career is at that point. So, if that's by 30, hurrah. If that's not. That's okay. Maybe I'm up renting, you yeah. know? And that's okay. And also, like, marriage. I feel like I don't want to buy a house before I'm married. No. No, no, no. Because that just seems complicated. And also, I'm not doing yard work. No. So someone else can handle no. that. Or I'll, thing, hi- I'll hire someone. One thing I'm not going to do is yard work. That's like that's a hard boundary. I remember when me and Kendrick were growing up, 
and to try to get us to do yard work, my dad would say, go pick up all this. Because there was like a, a weeping willow tree in our front yard. Mm-hmm. There still is. And my dad would say, go pick up all the sticks in the front yard from the weeping willow tree. Because he couldn't mow the lawn when the sticks yeah. were out there. And for each stick that we collected, he would give us a singular penny. And somehow he conned my friends into doing it that as well. Is cheap so like, I remember days where me and Will would just be out in my front yard picking up sticks for our pennies. Wow. When I was home for winter break, um, winter break, Christmas. <laughs> I didn't have winter break. Um, these little boys came to our door. And, I mean, they were, like, maybe 10. And they were, like, it was freezing cold, too. And they were, like, can we do any work? Do you have any chores for us? We're just trying to earn some money for the holidays. And they knew what they were doing. Because mm-hmm. showing that level of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and ambition at that age, everyone in that neighborhood's going to eat it up. Oh, absolutely. Also, it's cold. Yeah. And they're not really going to have anything for them to do. But no. they're going to make something up. So my mom said, you can pick up sticks in our yard. And, and she said, it's really cold, so just do it till you're done. Like, just do it as long as you can. Don't get frostbite. And so those boys were out there for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. And to their credit, they did pick up a lot of sticks. Uh-huh. She paid them, like, each $20, gave them a bag full of Christmas candy, made them hot cocoa while they were out there. Like, that's the life. They hustled her. They made more money than I do. They hustled her. They did. <laughs> and I'm like, they're going to come back. No, they will. Because they, they know. They're going to remember that house. Yep. But exactly. I'm sure they were getting that treatment at every house. No, without, the thing. A doubt, yeah. without a doubt. But yeah, that's why I don't want to own a house. Also, to the career thing, mm. the one of the careers that's been circulating in my brain, you know it, is like licensed clinical counselor. Yes. Therapist. Yes. And that I need to do some more research into, but it almost seems like wherever you go to school and then get your licensure in is like where you have to practice. And I'm not sure how complicated it is to yeah. change that. Yeah. So like, I mean, you have a whole state, but it's... I'm like, okay, I kind of want to lock in, like, a state that I yeah. want to live in. Well, that was, like, another thing for me. Like, with teaching, you get your, your licensure in the state that you're in. Yeah. So, like, I got my licensure in North Carolina. No one wants to stay in North Carolina. Are you kidding me? So, when I scurried out of there, it was a whole process to get my licensure here in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I guess it wasn't too much no, of an obstacle. No, but like teaching is also like there's reciprocity between states mm-hmm. that I don't know if that's true in the therapy That's world. what I don't know about. Because like my current licensure is just national, which yeah. makes it super easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's That was something that I was thinking about the other day. I was like, ooh, I need to pick. Mm. Pick a place. Pick yeah. a place. Well, do you have anything else to say about your 30-year-old life? I don't know. I feel like there's so many. Like that's just such a question mark. I know. You know? And like, I think that's like kind of, you know... Ending it there, it is a question mark. We have a variety of hopes, dreams, aspirations. And the other thing is I feel like they're all kind of across the board. So it's a pick your own adventure, mm-hmm. you know? Depending yes. on what path we go down, Life it'll twist be and what turns. it will be. Exactly. Life you twists and turns. You want to go down the love route, the adventure route, the school route, the career route. The game of life. The game of life. And I think this episode took a very different direction than I was anticipating it. Mm-hmm. I was anticipating it being girls gabbing, planning what color we're going to paint our walls. hmm and it was very existential. It was. But I kind of like it. No, I... twist. I, I feel like we got some things off our chest. A change for us. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, Well, with that being said, we're going to slither over to the next part of our evening, which is sharing yet again our Aqua Notes from this aqua week. Aqua Notes, Aqua Notes. <laughs> for those who don't know, um, for Christmas, Cameron got a little... Um, shower notepad for us that like hangs in our shower with a little pencil and what we've been doing for the past few weeks is 
taking little notes on different things that we are thinking about throughout the week. And this week, our aqua note was on... Concepts of life I can't begin to understand. And and true. I feel like for this one, we should each read our own. And explain them, yeah. Yes, okay. So my first one is iCloud. Honestly, no explanation necessary. I have things in the iCloud. I pay $2.99 a month to put things in the iCloud. And where is it? I don't know what I have in the iCloud no. is the thing. No. Where is it? What's in it? Why do I need it? Uh, yeah, it's... I mean, I, I get the basis. I get that it's a, like, off device. It's like using Google Docs instead of Word. Like, right. it's saving it. But I I need to do some research into what I have inside my iCloud. Yeah. 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 Um, and my second one I listed was USPS versus FedEx versus UPS. Mailing things has always been a challenge since I started my adulthood. Yeah. Why do some people use FedEx or like UPS, like a private company, and some people use the United States Postal Service? What's the differences? How come sometimes when I mail something, it's like a quarter, and sometimes it's like $12? Just everything. And I feel like I want to know more. probably answers to that that we just need to do our research on. Does FedEx come on a Sunday? I have no clue. Yeah. Is there a difference if I strip something FedEx versus UPS, or is that just like, do you prefer Target or Walmart? You know? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I have no clue where to begin. Yeah. Okay. Um, one for me, my next one, urban planning. I don't understand, like, the process of creating a city. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, how do you plan where the roads are going to go? And honestly, just, like, specifically roads. Like, making them all go without hitting each other, traffic patterns, all of that. Yeah. It just blows my mind. And, like, sitting down to try to figure that out, especially for, like, a big metropolitan area... I don't even know where to begin with no. that. I do think like traffic planning would be a really interesting job to have. Yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind. With that, my other one was Google Maps traffic tracker. How does Google Maps know that there's going to be traffic two miles ahead? Oh, girl, I think I know that. Really? And it's because, they're, well, I don't know for sure. I think it's because the other people that are using Google Maps, they're getting live data. So if someone who's ahead of you on that road is also using Google Maps. They know, oh, they haven't moved in a while. There's traffic. Oh, live data. I think I think that's how it works. That's 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 smart. If that's the truth, that's smart. What I was envisioning was like a bunch of little sensors everywhere and that's how Google Maps was knowing and there was someone who was like taking notes. See, and... that feels dystopian. Yeah, but like I don't know. Okay, my next one was air traffic control. Girl. Like I know what they're doing up there. They're controlling the air traffic. Sure. But how do they know what planes are going where? How do they plan? Planning who's landing and who's taking off seems so stressful. So stressful. I know they pay them a pretty penny, and they should. They should deserve we get into every. That? Maybe because actually, controlling things sounds great. <laughs> Organization, logistics, no, maybe logistics is playing into our strengths. Maybe so. You can live in obviously a big city or outside of it because an I airport. I feel like they might just need two girls up there. We can probably control every. You deal with departures. I'll deal with arrivals. Handle. We've got it covered. Yeah. Also, how are are there like highways in the sky that only pilots know? That's one of mine. That is one of mine. It it, it says how airplanes know where to fly in the sky. Yeah. How do they know? Are there highways in the sky? And I know that they have like in their little cockpit. They have like their little buttons and their little picture thing that shows like where the plane is going in the sky but like are there highways in the sky that we cannot see okay 
Another question. Wow. I need to speak to someone's staff. <laughs> if you work in I, air highways, no, let us know. I know somebody who works in air traffic control, and I have another friend who's a pilot. So I have people to ask these questions to. But how come it's not, when you're in the sky or the sea, it's no longer miles per hour? <gasps> like, shouldn't distance and time be the same no matter where you are? Yeah. But isn't it like knots or something? Something like that. I don't know. I just get in the plane and hope that I land. Exactly. I just... Put in my little music, read my little book, and yeah. I'll get there when I get but there. But, like, I don't understand how the pilots know, like, when they get up in the sky. If I got up in the sky, I'd say, well, which way am I supposed to go? <laughs> it all looks, kind the, of looks same. the same. Yeah. How do they know which way to go? How does it... I And I do understand, because, like, when I'm flying from Chicago to North Carolina, like, the flight time, they say, is, like, a couple hours, but then it usually takes, like, way less. And I know there's something about, like, the wind currents and all mm-hmm. of that, but, like, still... I just, I don't understand it at all. How do they know which way to go? How how do they know when another plane is going to be there? Like, I guess maybe they're talking to each other, but still. I saw a really scary TikTok the other day of a plane didn't listen to air traffic control, and so he landed as another plane was, like, <gasps> on the runway, and it was, it was, like, very fatal. It was so bad. Fatal? Like, there was, like, 400 people involved on both the two planes, and, like, 50 survived. Yeah. My next one to take a turn from that dark, dark area was the stock market. I do have stocks and I do check in on them and see if I should sell, buy, hold. Yeah. Yeah. But what, I mean, I know we're like have basically owning like part of a company. Yeah. But beyond that. I don't understand like the fluctuations in it. Like why is it changing so much? Right, exactly. And like every day. I would understand if like, it seems like it could be a thing where, like, every three months we say, how's your company doing? Yeah. But it's changing, like, by the minute. Yeah. Also, the stock market closes, which it seems fictional, i.e. it shouldn't close. No. Like, it's just a concept. Yeah. But I tried to buy stocks at night once, and I I could place my order, but it, they didn't go through until 9 a.m. the next day. Wow. Isn't that wacko? That is wacko. Hmm. Um, similarly... Bitcoin. That I understand even less. That's so fake. It's so fake. Anything like Bitcoin, crypto mining, anything that is like a material thing that exists in cyberspace is a scam to me. And here's a teaser for a future episode. If somebody's into Bitcoin, immediate red flag for me. So true. With the exception of Louis Tomlinson. Interesting. But if somebody's into Bitcoin, sorry, it's not going to work out. And similar to Bitcoin, NFTs. Aren't, I thought they were the same thing. No, they're not. That's, I thought Bitcoin was a version of NFT. I think you can buy NFTs with Bitcoins, maybe? You know who I bet is going to be um, ringing our bell after this episode is one Alex. I, I bet again. He's the one who got me into the stock market. But yeah, Bitcoin, I don't understand it. How do you how do you acquire them? Mm-hmm. What You have the Bitcoins. What do you do with them? It feels like money that exists in Club Penguin. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like so Fake. fictional. Yes. Yeah. My next one is, oh, what the heck the dentist does when they clink, clink, clonk <laughs> yes. your teeth? I, Because like, the the girl, what's the girl? The dental hygienist comes in, does the all girl, the work. The girl, that's so sorry, I'm so you. sorry. I'm, I meant girl as in like the way that we are girls. <laughs> 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 anyway, she comes in, does all of the heavy lifting Exactly. And then who's getting the paycheck? Right. And what is the, the dentist queen doing? And well, and the thing is, the dentist for me always comes in and she gets her little thing and she's like, yes, like knocking my teeth. 
for about 12 seconds. She looks and then she the goes, mirror. looks great. Yeah. What did, why does she have to clink my teeth? Why can't right. she just look? And also, what's she looking for? Yes. And if it's, if it's, if you can look for that quick, why can't I just look for it? Right. Why do I need to go in every six months? Mm-hmm. I think maybe dentistry is a scam. I, I've thought that for years. <laughs> I've genuinely thought that for years. And remember, I just get so mad every time I go to the dentist. I also had a really bad dentist experience at one point in time where the dentist was just so disrespectful to my mother. Oh my goodness. And I cussed him out. Not actually, but I was 12, so I just used some very strong language for a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I... It's been a bad taste in my mouth ever since. No, you know? I, and I understand that. Um, but every time I go to the dentist, I just get angry, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, what is the point? Oh, see, I... Well, besides that, I also don't super get the point. I love the dentist. I find it so relaxing. Ugh, I hate it. And my mouth is sore after. Mm. My next one, social security. That's a good one. Social security. Because where is the money going? that I'm paying into social security. Who gave me my social security card? <laughs> Why was I assigned that number? Yes, do the numbers mean anything? Like, are we just being invent? Like, okay, I don't want to see my social security number out here on the web. <laughs> no, probably that's not a good idea. <laughs> but like, say hypothetically, your social security number started with 502. Are you the 502-ist person born? Like, is your number, like, are they chronological? Right. Like, if your number they was- They can't be chronological though, because people are born they can't be, right? I get well, maybe like an order of registration for so <gasps> when you have a baby well, was, <laughs> When you have a baby, what do you, do you have do you, do you have, have to take them to be registered <laughs> as a person? <laughs> Does the nurse they bring you your baby's social security card? Do they say I, you have to like go to the city clerk and say I've got I've a got person. this now? <laughs> what do I do with it? I know there's something about birth certificates in the hospital where like you can't leave the hospital until you like sign the birth certificate. So maybe it kind of happens then. Is it like when you move to a new city and have to go get a license plate? That's so weird. Imagine like you have a baby and you have to go like register it like a car. That's weird. That's dystopian. <laughs> People who have babies, let us know what happens also, like after birth. Like what are the steps we need to take? Which actually brings me to one of my new ones. I added this this morning is learning how to take care of a newborn. There's so mm. many things that like, are does I don't think everybody's out here reading parenting books. No. But and I don't even mean in terms of like parenting styles. Just like you can't give babies water, right. that kind of thing. Right. Like that's not something that it sh- is innate knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is a good one. I think the last one is yours also. Oh. Oh, yeah, because you already read your airplanes one. Oh, how people in smaller countries, this one has always bothered me, like England, okay? So yeah, much we get it. You land, land space there is so much smaller than in the U.S. Totally. How they, A, don't, like, know everyone, and B, how there's so many celebrities. Like, when I, if I were to make a list of all the celebrities I know, so many of them are British. Maybe that's Which, a you problem. Girl, think about the celebrities you know. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of even. Well, I'm saying like 50-50, but if you think about oh. population size, it should be like 90-10. No, you're right, actually. You know, and that drives me nuts. That is interesting. Yeah. And then even just like, like, okay, One Direction, like <laughs> two of the boys grew up, I kid you not, probably like, what, maybe like a 45-minute drive away from each really? other. And I feel like if somebody lived 45 minutes from where I grew up, I might not know them, but if you were, but I would have some, especially, especially, yeah, they were both aspiring performing artists. Like somebody's got a connection there and you're telling me they walked into the X factor and randomly were put on the same sports team. I'm calling a lie there. No, there, there, something is fake. Absolutely. Something is fake. (sighs) 
Wow. If there are any concepts of life that you are shocked by, send us an email. Cousintimepod at gmail.com. And also, if you are a dentist, air traffic controller, urban planner. Work at Social Security or have had a child. A member of One Direction. Let us <laughs> Email know. us. Cousintimepod at gmail.com. Yes. Shall we hit up with the slaves and dismays? We absolutely should. Should we do our dismays first? Yes. Okay. My dismay is that this morning, so me and Cameron were having an adventure on the town today. And this morning, and it's kind of cold. It's getting cold. We're going to go do a cold activity. And I was trying to put my hair into like two buns <laughs> where I could like have my buns like at the bottom of my head and like wear my hat as well. And also like my coat and my sweater and my turtleneck. And I did one of my buns and it was, it looked good. I mean, it was fine. Literally, it took me like 10 minutes to try to do the other one. Every time it was awful. I was getting so frustrated. I was sweating. I thought I was going to throw up. I thought I was going to pee everywhere. Like it was just going so poorly and I was getting so frustrated. You really were. I was so mad because it was like I was halfway committed. The other one was done, locked and loaded. But that's such a frustrating feeling. It just would not work. It just would mm-hmm. not work. And every time that I like pulled my hair back, I was like, no matter what it looks like, I'm leaving it. I'm not doing this again. And then every time it looked awful and yeah. I had to redo it. And it was so, so frustrating. Like it, it went like trumped everything else that went wrong in my week. You've had a frustrating day though, because at Trader Joe's today, Jessica was throwing <laughs> things in the cart, rattling the cart on the ground, throwing what I have no words to describe as anything other than a temper tantrum okay, inside the first Trader of Joe's. All, I was at not your doing that much. <laughs> yeah, you were. I was. All, I okay. I said I was mad about the kale, and I threw one bag of kale into the cart. Two I bags was, of kale. I was not doing any rattling. You, you slammed the cart on the ground. I did not. <laughs> I did. did not. I will go get the security footage. <laughs> and you Why said, you're I'm bleeding. S- There's blood on your teeth. What? My lip's been hurting. Is it from my there lip? There was blood on your teeth. It's gone now, but you were looking at me with blood on your <laughs> teeth like Bella Swan after she drinks the blood and Breaking Dawn. That is funny. <laughs> um, yeah, you were throwing a little bit of a temperature tantrum. And, I, and I'm going to say, I felt like it was justified. <laughs> my dismay I honestly can't think of any I think I've had a great week okay go off I guess I've had a glass half full kind of week mm-hmm. if I had to pick one thing it's be it would be that I'm really on the hunt for some spearmint tea mm. and I couldn't find it at Aldi Trader Joe's or Target today yeah, yeah. wow um so we actually do have the same sleigh today mm-hmm. which is that earlier today we were cousins on ice ice princesses yes we went ice skating today for the first time in at least four years. At least four years, but when we went ice skating together our freshman Zero year, memories. I think I was on the ice for maybe 10 minutes. And I, don't and I held onto the wall the entire all. time. Today, we were out there braving the elements, and we did so good. Not in the sense that like we got on and were stars, but in terms of growth. Yes. we. But honestly, by the end... I'll say it. We were in the upper percentile. No, we absolutely were. We uh, we, we didn't were, fall at all. We didn't fall one single time. We were out swirling and twirling. I wouldn't go By swirling and twirling, I don't mean doing spins. No. I mean going circles on the without hill. holding on to the rail in the middle. We were free. We were going kind of fast. No. We were really speed demons. I feel like my my cheeks are kind of flushed still. <laughs> and like we were 
killing it. No, we and were. And when I, when I tell you I woke up this morning with a knot in my stomach <laughs> thinking I'm about to embarrass myself so bad I'm going to fall down eight times. We were waiting to go on the ice, waiting for our time slot. And we were playing the worst case game where you just take turns like saying what could happen and then saying something worse that could happen. Yeah. And one of them ended up with me getting shot in the <laughs> head and one of them ended up with my stomach punctured yeah so to say that I didn't even fall down once is great so true yeah I when we were walking up to the ice rink I felt like I was gonna throw up yeah like 100 Mm percent and then we put on those skates we walked around a little when we got on the ice I'll say it we were shaky we were (laughs) nervous we we listened to our bodies we did and we listened to that man man yeah we found a nice man who gave us some advice and I think he was Preaching more than he was pouncing. Yes. He was giving Tevier from Fiddler on a Roof <laughs> yes. for some, like, concept of what he looked like. And he gave us a little quick skating lesson. He was off the rink. We were on, <laughs> gripping onto that rail. And then later, we saw him get on the ice, and we were light years ahead of him. Yes, we were. But, yeah, we started. We did several laps just yes. holding onto that yes. rail, taking it gripping slow. the railing. Trying to find our footing. And find our footing, we did. We were so, like, I'm so proud of us. No, I want to go back and do it again. No, it was so fun. I might buy ice skates. That might be a hobby. It was, if you haven't gone skating recently, get out on that ice. Mm-hmm. Do yourself a favor and get on the yes. ice. Okay, also, I have never been a manifestation girly. I've mm-hmm. never really, like, believed in it or, like, affirmations. I've always kind of just been, like, that's kind of weird Yeah. to, like, say sentences to yourself. Lately, all the time, what, I, what do I say to myself? I say, I can do anything I put my mind to. You've been saying that And a lot. it's been yeah. working. I've been doing everything that I've wanted to do. Yeah. So I'm kind of believing in affirmations now. I'll just, I can do anything I, want, I put my mind to, and boom, I can ice skate. Yeah. I can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I will be honest. I don't feel like we are the most coordinated girls no. in the world. I have terrible balance, terrible coordination. I'm a clumsy, clumsy girl. But we were skating one foot in front of the other. Yeah, and we we were doing better than a lot of people. And granted, a lot of them were children. Uh-huh. There was one boy, though, who was crying on the ice, and it, that broke my heart. And we said to him, we said, are you okay? And he said, no. Just like that. And then, did I offer? <laughs> yes! We said, he said, no. And I said, is there anything we can do to help you? And he said, no. And then I said, okay, well, good luck. And Cameron said, do you want to hold our hand? And I thought, girl, okay. looking what? back, I, I should said, have established no. a boundary. I was kind of giving predator. And I didn't mean to. I was thinking, I've mastered the skill. I can help him get his footing now. But maybe I'm going to be recorded. <laughs> and you know what it reminded me of? What? Is when you scoop that child up in Disney. <laughs> When oh, in no. 2019, me and Cameron were in Disney, and Cameron, she bulldozed. <laughs> Don't say that. She bulldozed over a child in Disney Springs, I think. It was an accident. And he was short. She, he was so short. She, he was a year old. She knocked him straight to the ground. He was on the ground. And what does she do? She scoops him up. But not like just scoops him up and puts him on his feet. She scoops him up into her arms and is like holding him, rubbing his back, trying to comfort him like he was from her own womb. And his mother comes up and is like, thank you. She was so mad. And the thing was like, 
hindsight's 2020. I should not have done that. But in that moment, like, I wasn't thinking with my head. I was thinking with my heart. And I, like, I wasn't actually thinking at all. My body was just autopilot. This child is in need. And I'm cooing. I'm rubbing the back. I'm giving him some bounces. And, <laughs> and you had no um, business doing that. Oh, that was, that was a, a microdose of kidnapping. Yes! I've learned my lesson. Thank God. Well, obviously not. No. I guess obviously not. But this boy was like nine. He could have, he could have taken me. <laughs> And I, like, I just, he just was crying, and I was like, maybe he just needs a confidence boost, and, like, skating with, with me could do <laughs> Yeah, because you're such a pro on the eye. I was thinking, him sandwich between us, there's no way he's going No, everyone's down. going down. We didn't fall at all, though. We could have kept him up. I think we didn't fall because we didn't have a nine-year-old between us. He would have brought us down. Yes. You're right. We were better just the two yes. of us. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, thank you for tuning in to this roller coaster ride. So I don't know what we're gonna title this. <laughs> um, let us know the last time you went skating. Let us know if you've ever overstepped with a child on the ice. Um, and have a great week. Toodaloo.